0: On my way to the supermarket, but you know, um, oh. you've
1: <laughs> got what I need.
2: Oh, you have I t- oh. Baby that's on me. Hey, Joe, hey, get in the car. I'm waiting. See see someone.
0: This crazy woman wants me to give her a dime? I don't know what's going on with her.
2: <laughs> oh man, that reminds me of what happened to me this morning. I felt so bad. What happened? So there was this guy, he was <laughs> I'm going to sound like an asshole. He's a black guy and he had a lot of tattoos, like mm-hmm. all over his neck and face. Okay. And I'm walking up and I, I'm getting into the, going into the Walgreens and I see him talking to somebody mm-hmm. out front with like his hand out. And I see, I, I go, I'm like, oh, he's like asking for money. So I'm like, I don't want to deal with this. So I put my AirPods in so I don't even have to like listen to him. Mm-hmm. And I walk in and I say, I'm sorry, man, I don't have any money. And he's like, no, no, no. And I look and he's handing me $10. Why? So I'm like, that's what I was like. I was like, is this some kind of weird scheme? Like, I don't need your money. <laughs> I have $10. Mm-hmm. But if you could give me money, I'd appreciate it. Um, But then he goes, no, I left my, wa- I left my ID at home and I buy these like tobacco cigarettes I forgot what they were called, but he's like, I can't get them. Are they just
0: called cigarettes?
2: No, <laughs> no, they were like these, like special honey cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I forgot what they're called. So anyway, so he goes, I buy these like special cigarettes, and I can't get them. Could you buy them for me? How old did so he look? Like, he looked old. He looked older. He looked probably like my age, or maybe a little older. So why would he need ID? <clears throat> That's the thing. Is like, so then I go into the store and I go up to the front. And I go, oh, I'm buying some, I need to buy some, like, you know, honey cigarettes. And the guy's like, yeah, okay. And he, the guy at the clerk knew exactly what he, what I wanted, mm-hmm. you know. And, because uh, I had already forgotten what kind they were supposed to be. Uh-huh, and yeah. Do you um,
0: have these honey cigarettes?
2: <laughs> and he goes, well, does he want this, like, fusion one or does he want this other one? And I was like, oh, I got to ask. So I go out and I ask him. And I don't know why he couldn't go into the store. That was the only thing that weirded me out. Was I was mm-hmm. like, just come in with me. He's like, no, 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 I'm okay. But then the clerk said that the his boss, even though he, he goes, he comes in every day. Mm-hmm. And he obviously doesn't look like he's under 18. But his boss is like, I can't sell him to you in, if, without your ID. And I thought that was such a shitty thing to do. Mm-hmm. So I, And I felt really bad because I was like, my first thought was that he wasn't like trying to get money from me. And then I go in my car and I get a notice from my bank that I'm overdrawn. And I was like, oh, well, you know, here I am being all high mighty being like, I don't have any money for you. When I literally had no money. So what did you do with all your money?
0: <clears throat> um, All your afterthought media riches. What did you do with them?
2: Yeah. You know, I mean, what can I say? Tobacco, man. It's a it's a bitch. Yeah. When you're riding that gravy train. Is that what they call it? I don't know. So everyone, I actually don't
0: know what we're doing. Um,
2: Lori's going to. Neither do I. So, (laughs) oh, I'm kidding. I I know a little bit of what we're doing. Okay, go ahead. What are we doing? Uh, so oh, I should probably start it because it's not your show. That's Mm -hmm. what I forgot. Mm -hmm. Even though you're recording it and doing all the legwork. Um. So just, I'm not going to start start the episode yet. But this is an episode of Bloody Podcast, basically. It's my fault, yet again. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, I'm going to a concert tomorrow with Star. And then I was supposed to go see Mike Rubiglia's show, yes, last week. And uh, Colin couldn't make it. So we're going to see it with my best friend, Colin. Um, and he couldn't make it. So I decided to, well, I was like, oh, I'll just switch it to next week. Well, I didn't even think about it. That you know, we wouldn't I would need to record a podcast. And so uh Maria's like, well I, I can only do Tuesdays or Wednesdays, which is like our our usual time. So it's not it's totally my fault. So I ha- I had to come up with another uh way to record. So do you ever wonder what it's like to have balls? Uh you know, sometimes I accidentally like when I grow up my pubic hair too long, I accidentally will like sit on and like pull forward, and it really hurts. Mm-hmm. And I just imagine like, oh, it's probably a thousand times worse.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. If you had to liken it to a sensation that we both feel, what in your imagination, what does it feel like? And I'll try and uh, I'll try and help you out here.
2: Well, I only the reason why I feel like it hurts a lot is like I so I used to watch a lot of UFC. I haven't in a while, but I used to watch a lot of it,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um. I like these guys. Well, they'll their eyes will be like jammed into their sockets, or their eye is coming out, or they've broken a foot, or they've broken a rib, or you know something. And they're like, I want to fight. I want to fight. They get kicked in the balls once, or mm-hmm. like a light tap. They're out. Mm-hmm. They're like, I need, I need at least a, a five minutes mm-hmm. to recover. Mm-hmm. So it just tells me that that must hurt. So the only thing I can think of that's even remotely was even remotely as painful as I can see like being brought out of commission are two things like the sudden pain of of like walking into barefoot walking into like a wooden uh legging on like a, a bed frame or something and breaking your pinky toe. Okay. Or uh the lasting pain that I had when I had my when my uh gallbladder burst. Well I
0: don't know but okay, I don't know that pain. I will say so like for instance, I was actually thinking today about how like I've been having this like because of the sciatica I have, this is called O people ch- corner. Oh, okay. Because of the sciatica I have, um, I have this weird sensation in my left leg right now where it feels like and this is what I was thinking about. I was I would tell the doctor, it basically feels like you know when you used to get and I know this is probably not the most PC term, but I don't know what else to call it. You know when you're you when you were a kid someone would give you like an Indian burn on your arm? Yeah. It basically feels like a very mild Indian burn on my leg, right? Okay. So then now you can relate to what that is. That's kind of what I was hoping you would give me to. So the, the weird thing about getting kicked in the balls or hurting your balls, it's a sensation that I don't know if I can necessarily translate. I guess it just sort of feels like an intense soreness. It sort of feels like a really horrible cramp. But okay. like but it's not really a cramp, it just sort of feels like an almost like a nausea like a like a like a soreness nausea,
2: yeah,
0: And the pain on well, the severity of it
2: here's the thing, yeah I feel like in general, and i'm a weakling, yeah, but I feel like in general, men are don't tolerate pain the way women tolerate pain, and I'm not talking about like short bursts I'm talking about like lasting annoying pain i feel like men have a harder time dealing with that than women do and so part of me feels like if a woman felt the kind of pain that men have when they get hit in the balls or when they you know sit on their balls or whatever they'd be like well it's annoying but it's not bad you know and i feel like so i don't know i go i go both ways i go either it's super painful or it's not as painful as people as men are saying it is i don't think it's a middle ground interesting
0: all right you ready to do the show how long is the show gonna be I can,
2: already, I can already feel my energy fading me too um oh uh Haley's mom wants to see if you see stars or do you have trouble drawing a breath i think if you get kicked hard enough you might be able to see stars and draw, have trouble drawing breath but i feel like if you get kicked hard enough in any place you could see stars it's weird. It's like the groin
0: area gets like a weird tense. It gets really, really tense. But it's like a weird... It's almost like imagine if there was a nausea in your vagina.
2: Now, I have a question. Sure. Does it physically hurt to have blue balls?
0: Yes. It's horrible.
2: Is it the same pain or is it a different pain?
0: It's related. Uh, blue balls have become very sensitive. Like super, super sensitive. But but yeah. But you know what I'll say is they are related very much. close. So it's basically like... When you get when you like hit yourself in the balls or hurt your balls, it takes, you know, obviously some sort of pressure. But with blue balls, they become ultra sensitive, so just any any physical sensation whatsoever will cause that intense pain.
2: Ooh, so what happens if you had blue balls and then you got kicked in the balls? Oh, I don't even know I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Um all right. All right, thank you guys so much. This is the Bloody Podcast. Wait, My why name are you is laughing? Rocky
0: Kim. Why, wait, hold, everyone, stop! For the love of
2: God, Joe, Lori was
0: not. Laurie it. was not. Ever, <laughs> I'm <laughs> Laurie was not laughing when she started the show. <laughs> she was just like, oh, all right,
2: and then you went like, <laughs> okay,
0: guys, we're in the. I'm like, where did that laugh come from? Well,
2: now I got to start over. Okay, all right. <laughs> and Same here, Jim. Thank you for <laughs> listening to the Bloody. <laughs> God damn it, now I gotta start over. Okay. <clears throat> Wait, hold on. <laughs> we all think that. <laughs> okay. uh, thank you for listening to the Bloody Podcast. My name is Lori Roggenkamp, and I am joined by Joe Buttass,
1: mm-hmm. so which is what,
2: <laughs> what I always want to say whenever I say your name. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Because uh, I, I used to be a bully in high school. Did you know that? I think you're a bully now. Oh, okay. Good. It used to be I wasn't unwilling bully thing, and I, I'm not saying it was. Great. Wait, hold on, hold saying. on, hold
0: on, hold on. You skyped out big time there. Go start all over again.
2: Oh, I was an unwitting bully, and I'm not saying that that's that's right. I, I was a huge bitch, mm-hmm. but I thought that I was being like I was just like given back, you know. Because when I was in when I was little, my mom used to tell me that people that kids in high school were going to make fun of me because there was a lot to make fun of, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: You're almost very sensitive,
2: like, yeah. You you have a lot of material. You, you have a lot of material for people to work with, and I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta really jump in there,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um, so I I would like say mean things to people just to kind of like be like to rib because I all thought, oh, we're all having fun, but yeah. it turns out nobody was actually ribbing me. Mm-hmm. I actually got sent to the principal's office for making fun of myself too much. <laughs> Wait, I think you've told me this before. <laughs> yeah, it was it was fun. Uh, i don't know how we got into that but see this is why maria needs to be here and why i'm an asshole for not for her not being here because it's my fault it's due to a scheduling error on my on my part (sighs) sorry i gotta say that over again because but i do want to give
0: a special hello to maria's cousin
2: oh yeah she's she's a rock star yeah um so i was we were supposed to record is she an actual rock star yeah, she's part of uh Blink182. She's the new drummer. Travis Barker is gonna go up to bass now. Not many people know this, but he's starting to he wants to play bass full time. So
0: How many hundreds of dollars did you plunge into this uh UCB and all these improv classes?
2: Uh the bigger question is how many thousands of dollars? All right, so the topic for tonight <laughs> is What is the topic for tonight, Lori? <laughs> Thank you, Joe, for making me feel bad about my life choices again. Anyways, uh-huh. uh, I <laughs> I can't. Uh, you some may not know this, but I did uh, many many years of improv, and uh, if I saved enough improv, I could probably buy a Tesla with the amount of money that I've I saved from improv. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to be talking about the Furies, which are predominantly three goddesses of vengeance. Sure. So, one of the reasons why we're talking about the Furies is because I've always wanted to do an episode on the Sirens, and there's a little bit of, um, I want to say, like, elitism when it comes to Greek mythology. Mm-hmm. Now, now, usually you talk
0: about, like, you know, a woman who chopped off a guy's hand, or like, uh, you know, some sort of like gruesome true crime. But this is not true crime, Lori. Right? This is this is Greek mythology.
2: It's Greek myth. We we do a, a female uh, driven folklore and true crime. So oh. this is our folklore. Oh, okay. I said I I think I said fuck your, but I meant folklore. So once this again, thousands program. of dollars in this imprint. Thousands of. So much and time too. I mean, not yeah, many people time. think about the time. Yeah. If a lot I had of time. just taken a good nap, I think I probably would have been a lot better off.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so, so go on. Um, tell, us, tell us about no. No, we're not. We've already done the sirens, right?
2: No, we haven't oh. done I'm going to do the sirens with Maria because she's important. Um, and so. <laughs> So, well, cause, so I want to do the sirens, but then they're like, well, if you want to do the sirens, you have to talk about the harpies first. So I was like, uh-huh. all right, well then I'll research the harpies. And then they're uh-huh. like, well, if you want to do the harpies, you have to talk about the furies first. And I was like, uh-huh. why, why do you have to? So I figured I would just do the furies first. Uh, and then they're actually pretty cool. I might do a, more of a deep dive on them individually, like each one individually. But for now, we're uh-huh. just going to talk about an overview sure which is that they are three predominantly three goddesses of vengeance mm-hmm. now their name their main name is eriness erin erin yeah you really I studied know this know i'm saying incorrectly yeah you really got this down uh huh <laughs> i did not practice it at all
0: wait so erin is like, Uranus, like the planet
2: Erin, it's 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 spelled Aaron, erin e r i n yes y Y-E-S, e Aaron, s eriness erin Aaron, okay. yes um so it the the word for the etymology for that word is kind of vague because it it has been around since before there were words for things since it actually the, the word first known, has been
0: around before there were words for things. Yes. What does that mean?
2: Uh it actually it actually uh what the first written uh usage of the quote-unquote word was just three boxes mm-hmm. put together. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's what I looked up online. Uh, so.
0: I want everyone to know that Lori told me, like, I want to record, but I have uh, so much research to do. And these are the fruits of your research, Lori, that there were three boxes? Yeah. Okay.
2: I'm get, You know what? If you're going to nitpick everything I say, <laughs> we're going to be here for a while. <laughs> Just kind of let you know. Uh, So, it. The word might come from Mm -hmm. the verb or ornine, ornine, or ornine, which means to raise, stir, or excite, Mm -hmm. and the noun eris, which means strife. So uh, another name for them is Eumendes, which comes from the play written by Ash. Aeschylus mm-hmm. yeah. from 525 to 455 BCE, mm-hmm. he was known as the father of Greek tragedy. Mm-hmm. And the Eumenites Umendi- Umen- were a chorus in his play, Orestia, that had a major role in the conclusion in the dramatic trilogy of his play, Orestia. Uh-huh. Uh it is actually a euphemistic name for the Furies, mean, meaning the kindly ones, which is supposed to be a play on words because, you know, they're not kindly and people fear them when they see them. So it's supposed to be like, oh, they're the kindly ones. It's like when I call you friendly, you know, I'm being euphemistic.
0: That happened the other day. We're, we're, didn't I say something? Oh, I said, spill it, sister. Or what, I said something about sister. And you're like, oh, I, I'm." you called me sister. And I was like,
2: no, I meant like a black person. I didn't mean like yeah. you're my sister, which still makes no sense. And also, I'll take it; it's still okay. a compliment. All right, it makes no sense, but I'm taking it.
0: Uh, so go on reading. I I I, I never knew what a great what how fluent at Greek you were. So go on. I'm I'm yeah. so impressed by your
2: Greek. Go on. Oh, you know we're on, gonna like. get to some more stuff. So okay. because the Greeks the the so another reason why they call them Eumenides was because the Greeks feared calling the Furies. By their real name Uranus, Erinus, mm-hmm. because they feared the god gods, goddesses so much that they would refer to them as Yemenides or Semni, which means August in Athens, which not sure why that's that's why they are doing it. So another uh name for the Furies is Chithonic, mm-hmm. which is more of a classification of gods. And it's also, a seventies disco group, by the way. Chthonic. Yeah, the Chthonics. Uh huh. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you serious right now? Yeah. Sing a song that they did. I'll right play now. you. I'll play you with one of their songs.
0: Hold on, I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna pull it up. Uh, I know you don't believe me, but. Um, the I don't. Well, well, why, Lori? Why would you ever doubt me?
2: <laughs> because. Because you make stuff up all the time. That's why I call you Truthonics.
1: Yeah!
0: Coming at ya! The Truthonics with their number one hit. Not only are they represented by three boxes, Lori can't say their names to save their lives. here with the Chathonics, right here on the bloody podcast, and they're paying the law. They're paying the licensing fee for this. Okay. Anyway, sorry.
2: Well, that's the tramps. So <laughs> I know that you're wrong,
1: and they also ch- they change your name. I kind of feel tramps. like. You-
2: I kind of feel like you might be right a little bit because I do feel like you're old enough to introduce a disco band. I feel like you would be a DJ at a disco club. Oh,
0: really? Would I? Okay.
2: Um, so, <laughs> Ch- Chathonic is a classification of God. So, it's kind of like when, you know, when people call you fat. That's a classification <laughs> of of you. Uh-huh. And so, <laughs> they're... Uh, they're Chthonics are known for dwelling beneath the surface of the earth mm-hmm. or being of the underworld and are also known for uh, being related to agriculture, which is interesting. Um, they're also called the Daughters of the Night. And mostly, again, mostly it's known for three gods, Tissaphoni, <laughs> Avenger of Murder.
0: Yeah, go on with these names, Laurie.
2: I'm loving this. Oh, I yeah. will. I will. Okay. So you don't have to keep telling me. Uh-huh. Megara, uh-huh. who we all know from... What'd you call me? Megara. Uh... No, sorry. I'm sorry. I forgot. Your Christian name is the Meg. Okay. Um, the Jealous is Megara. So Tisiphone is Avenger of Murder. Oh. Megara is the Jealous. And Electo is Constant Anger. Which yeah. I feel like describes the three main people of Afterthought. Yeah,
0: well, well, you know, there, you know, you're you're being funny, but uh, uh, there, there is a patron Greek god of afterthought. Who? What the fuck is his name? So there was who was who was the one that he had for He was blessed with forethought, and I can't remember what his name is. And then there was one that was blessed with afterthought. One of our smart people. Um, in the but there there was there was one who could who could see the future? Uh-huh. And there was one who could see the past. And I can't remember what their names were. I think they were brothers. Anyway, someone will tell me. Go ahead.
2: Uh All right. So, let's see. Now, there also could potentially be another set of Furies. Epimetheus who- Epimetheus.
0: Epimetheus was the god of afterthought.
2: Oh, that was the guy. Oh, we're gonna get to when we talk about harpies because he's. I, I read a story about him.
0: He yeah. he angered Zeus. Prometh- um, Prometheus was his brother, god of forethought.
2: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. So, Aaron, yes, are also could be also no linked to other uh furies. That's why there some literature. Most literature has them as three, but some say there are more than three. So the other ones are. Pone, retaliations, mm-hmm. Ara curses, Praxidike.
0: You're so bad at seeing these names. I can't tell if you're skyping out or if you if you just really can't say these
2: names. Dickey. I can't. I honestly mm-hmm. can't pronounce it.
0: I dated the once. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think cracks your dick? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, Praxidike. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dickey. exactors of justice and many a menaces lord so, i'm so
0: impressed with your ability to speak greek i didn't know you huh. had this ability
2: i took greek in, in high school i don't know if i told you that yeah yeah so I uh, tell. so the story of their creation mm-hmm. is um is a, is se- there are several different stories there's a, yeah. a clear-cut one which is that they were born from Gaia Mother Earth and uh-huh. Uranus ancient god of sky,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, the um, they were born from the blood of Uranus's mangled body
1: <laughs>
2: so that story that's the main story so uh story another story to that main story another mm-hmm. side story is that actually they were born when Kronos castrated Uranus mm-hmm. In uh, Hesiod's Theogony, when the Titan Cronus castrated his father Uranus and threw his genitalia into the sea, the yes, along with the giants and the melee... you know melee. who found you
0: know who found the genitals?
2: Who? <laughs>
0: <laughs> the seamen.
2: Praxidike.
0: Yeah, Praxidicate. No, the seamen.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, so. <laughs> So the Araneus along with the giants and the Meliae, emerged from the drops of blood which fell on the earth.
1: hmm
2: And then uh while Aphrodite was born from the crests of sea foam. So that's that's how that's another uh side story to that first story. Now the second story is that they were born from mother Gaia and Father Darkness. Mm-hmm. Another story is that they were born solely from Nyx, which is mm-hmm. the female goddess of the night. Yeah. So they emerged from an even more primordial level mm-hmm. from a union between air and Mother Earth.
0: I'm really impressed that you're doing this without reading it. That you're just doing it off the cuff. You're. That you're I'm just saying- so.
2: I, you know what? I just I memorized it. That's what I did. Oh, I memorized means- it, uh-huh. and I just repeated it to myself. Okay, and I just you know because I want to have that that like very even yeah. flow. Yeah, you want to have you that natural
0: like because you, you don't want let to sound like you're reading it.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the least thing I would want to say. Yeah. Okay, where am I? Hold on, I gotta <laughs> scroll up. Um, so they were the another story was that they were uh, personified curses. Uh huh. That they were, or that Which they is were. What my conceived. parents
0: told me that I'm a personified curse.
2: Yeah. That's what my mom says whenever she on my birthday. Whenever she makes me look at her cesarean (laughs) scar, yeah. Uh, Look what you did to me. Um, So they were, or that they were possibly conceived as ghosts
1: of the murdered. Mm
2: -hmm. So their appearance is is number one. They're horrible to look at. So there's that. So 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 far, you you and
0: I are 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 satisfying the the, uh, conditions here to be these people.
2: Yeah, I know. they have snakes for hair and blood dripping from their eyes. Yeah,
0: Go- check check.
2: <laughs> there are winged women with hair, arms, and waists entwined with poisonous serpents. Mm-hmm. They wield whips and clothes are either in the lo- in long black robes of mourners or short length skirts and boots of huntresses or maidens. Mm-hmm. Now, when they when there were s- stage plays. Uh, with the Furies written about them they would tone down or soften down their appearance a lot to where the ma- they were mostly represented by maidens of the grave
1: mm-hmm.
2: and yeah. they were adorned in attire of huntresses with bands of serpents around their heads and serpents or torches in their hands that sounds toned so, down yeah they were really
0: mellow they were going casual that day
2: yeah, it just basically so it's like almost like trying to hide the fact that they're evil. It's just yeah. like, here, hold this serpent torch and wear a short skirt. Yeah. It's like, I'm a fury. Yeah. My name's Megara. <laughs> you call me Meg. Um okay, so they the furies would uh without mercy punish all crime. They would strike the offenders with madness and never stop following criminals, which makes me laugh really hard that they just, like, were constantly following people. Like, I know what you did. Hey! Stop. Just leave me alone, please. Did you throw that soda on the grass? I really just need to go to the bathroom. Okay. I really... I just need to... I'm walking to the bathroom. Please, just give me... Just please leave me alone. Which is not the way you act in real life. If anyone ever comes for Lori, she screams at them. I do. I scream at them. Hey, you know what? Strike first while the iron's hot. That's all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> That's all uh, you punish with fury. Side note, I just realized that the topic for the chat room is honestly, I don't
0: know. I really, so, I, I, yeah, I picked that. I didn't know what it was. Thank you. Thank you.
2: All right. So they would also be, they were also guardians of the law when the state had not yet intervened or did not exist or when the crime was a crime of ethics and not actual law. Mm -hmm. So for example, they would protect beggars and strangers, punish those who stole the birds young, and even looked out for dogs. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Now they especially hated crimes that involved homicide, unfilial conduct, offenses against gods, perjury, violation of the respect due to old age mm-hmm, sure. violation of the law of hospitality
1: mm-hmm.
2: improper conduct towards suppliants which yeah. is a person making a humble plea to someone in a power authority okay but the worst crimes of all the ones that they like literally would like you know just immediately attack on is yeah. any crime involving patricide or matricide
1: mm-hmm.
2: because that's well, how they were created
0: you, you well you committed matricide last week
2: I did not... It, no, bed bugs committed matricide. I was an unwitting victim in the whole thing.
1: hmm Lori so killed her I'm
2: mattress
0: not, last week and just put it out for the trash to be taken out.
2: I still... I have it, I have it on the side of our house. Oh, you do? So I, so Wednesday, I still have to take it to the to the curb. Oh, okay. And I'm not looking forward to it because I'm really afraid I'm going to get like bed bugs all over me. So... Um, a victim seeking justice could call down the curse of the erroneous upon the criminal. So, like, for example, if you know, somebody your brother killed your parents, you could be like, hey, Furies, attack my brother. Or if, like, somebody stole a Snickers bar from a gas station Mm -hmm. and then blamed it on you, you could be like, hey, he perjured himself. Yeah. So, uh, so, Murderers would suffer illness or disease,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and a nation harboring such a criminal would suffer death, hunger, or disease. Wow. So that seems, basically, that seems more harsh hunger, than
1: the actual crime.
2: Basically, just, you know, hunger and disease. They mm-hmm. would just do a lot of that. They would I, follow I just you, you every day. Make you hungry. Yeah, I, it's every day of my life. Yeah. It's basically my mother in high school. Mm-hmm. She'd just give me an apple for lunch. Would she really? Like, you can do it. Yeah. So she, I obviously did something. I mean, I she wanted gave to give you kill. one
0: apple. What kind of apple did she give you? You know, I don't like those red delicious. Those red delicious. Yeah. Is that what she would give you?
2: Yeah. And it wasn't even cut, it was just an apple in a paper bag. That's weird. I think your mom yeah. just didn't want to make you lunch. Well, my dad was even oddly enough weirder because when he would make our lunches, he would literally just. So my dad was like a big steak and potatoes guy when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. So he would just. Put in a plastic bag a cold potato, not cooked, and a cold piece of steak. Wait, he would put yesterday a raw potato, a raw well, like a cooked potato from the other, you know, not microwave. That's fine, but he would put in like a a cooked potato from the other from previous day and a Uh piece of steak, and he would put in a ziploc bag and give it to us. No silverware, nothing. So we'd pull out like this bloodied
1: ziploc bag. What is going on in your family? Or,
2: or my dad would do the even weirder, which is sometimes when my mom was away, he'd bake brownies, but then he would get lazy and he would just eat the brownie mix. so he knew that I liked the brownie mix, so he would fill a Ziploc bag fill of brownie mix what? and just what's going on <laughs>
0: Lori i've never I've never done this before, but I kind of want to call child protective services for you now.
2: <laughs> I'm fine. I'm moving. I'm obviously I'm healthy. Yeah. (laughs) I'm fine.
0: Okay. Yeah.
2: So (laughs) the wrath of Aaron. Yes. Could only be placated with the right ritual purification and the completion of some task assigned for atonement. Mostly this was like, you know, uh, drinking honey mixed with water Mm -hmm. and shearing sheep.
0: That's how. So wait, you would you could you could atone for your sin by drinking honey mixed with water and shearing a sheep?
2: Yeah, could you imagine that? You well, I think it depended on the crime, mm-hmm. but I mean, you kill somebody and then you just go like, well, I'll just have some honey water, yeah, and shear the sheep. Or you know, maybe maybe, go.
0: maybe the guy who was standing in front of the CVS, maybe he's trying to atone for a crime and he wanted those honey cigarettes.
2: <laughs> True. Yeah, maybe that's the modern day. Yeah. Please, I gotta. I killed my mom. Uh huh. So their location is a little bit all over the place. They mostly lived in the underworld and sure. ascended to Earth when in pursuit of criminals. Okay. Um, they. See. You're very prepared.
0: I, I, that's one of the things that everyone. While she does that, I always admire Lori about how prepared she is. I'm
2: super prepared for
0: every show.
2: That's it. I guess they just lived in the underworld. Oh, all right. I, I had two things, but then one of them is just a flowery way of saying they lived in the underworld.
1: Oh.
2: Um, so they were servants of Hades and Persephone in oh. the underworld. And when they weren't torturing people above, they were torturing criminals consigned to the Dungeons of the Damned in mm-hmm. Hades. Mm-hmm. So, Euripides... Have you done that was- room? What? Have you done that room, Dungeons of the Damned? Uh, I mean, i what are you talking about? <laughs> I, th- <laughs> I thought you were talking about another. It's in, uh, uh, North,
0: it, it was in North Hollywood, Dungeons of the Damned.
2: Oh, uh, I thought you were talking about that London thing. I almost went there, but I didn't. What are you talking about? about? Uh, it's a, a dungeon, something dungeon in London that, um, like, it's supposed to be like a haunted house thing that's like follows Jack the Ripper's uh you know life I, it follows his life yeah it follows his murders mm-hmm. i think it's probably the best way to put it yeah uh but i i didn't end up going because i went with a i was supposed to go with a group and when i was in high school we went to this we went to london that's part of my choir and uh i got lost in a department store what? and we didn't not be able to go Okay, oh, carry man. on with these people. <laughs> Sometimes I don't even like talking about this stuff. <laughs> How much more do we have? Uh, Not that much more. Okay, go ahead. Why? I was curious. Are you done talking it, to me now? It,
0: it's so interesting that I want to make sure I stretch it out as much as possible. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, okay. Uh... When, when was the worst part? When was the time that you got lost? When was like the scariest you've ever been lost?
0: Good question. Have I ever been lost? I can't think of a time that I ever... Oh, you know what? I was just talking about this the other day. A friend and I, this is before I knew anything about Los Angeles. We were in high school. And I don't even know why we were in LA, but we were driving back. And we pulled off the freeway, maybe because we needed gas. or wanted to go to the bathroom. And we got super lost. Even to this day, I have no idea where we were. But I remember we were really scared. I remember we, I knew we were scared. But we knew we were lost because at the time, let me see, because it'll tell me what year it was Geronimo movie. It was when the the movie Geronimo was out, oh, 1993. So this happened in 1993. And we were, the, the movie Geronimo was out. And we knew we were lost because whatever part of town we were, the, the billboard said Geronimo. Not Geronimo that Herarimo. Oh shit. We're in a really bad part of town. <laughs> Cause it says Herarimo. And we see a police officer and so we pull over and we go to approach the car and he's like he sees two kids and we're like, We're not we're from Orange County. We're lost and he's like, Oh, you gotta get out of here. And he goes and so he's telling us directions and then on his radio you hear like Oh my god! There's a murder, he's just like, ugh. He oh turns my his, god! He turns his radio down. He's like, anyway, so take this street down to here, make a left here, and you get in the freeway. And uh, yeah, but uh, I remember we were really, really scared there.
2: Thank Aww. you. I was in no way saying that by time. Look through my notes. <laughs> okay. I was genuinely involved in whatever you're talking about. No,
0: I, I believe you. I know. You're, <laughs> I, I, like, if everyone can tell, you're very prepared. I think everyone's I really impressed with your Greek speaking skills and everything.
2: I think, I think, I think, I agree. I agree. I'm taking you at face value mm-hmm. and I agree. Okay. Um, so, Euripides was the first author to speak of the Fury. I'm not a PD,
0: Euripides.
2: <laughs> hair lip, hair lip. Uh, so, Euripides is the first to speak of them in, in, as a number of three so uh-huh. he was the first one to like name them one of the best known literary examples of Ernes is a is the story of Orestia from Aeschylus. Mm-hmm. The Orestia you're children. doing a
0: great job Lori keep going
2: thank you I will I feel like I'm having a stroke but I don't care because I feel like <laughs> it's making me pronounce the words better <laughs> So, King Agamemnon uh-huh. returns home from the Trojan War, where he is slain by his wife, Clytemnestra, which, mm-hmm. you know, you could do a lot with
1: that, mm-hmm.
2: who wants vengeance for her daughter, Iphigenia, if- who mm-hmm. was sacrificed by Agamemnon in order to obtain favorable winds to sail to Troy. Mm-hmm. So, that's what life was like back then. Yeah. You would kill your daughter in order just to be able to sail With some fast. good wind. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Oh, God, there's no good wind today. I'm oh, going to no. run. Run! Yeah. Oh, <laughs> run my there's Mike, no wind I remember,
2: today. I remember one time my dad's car wouldn't start, and I was like, shit, I'm going to die today. <laughs> yeah. I knew it. I knew today was the day. In the second play, the mm-hmm. Libation Bears, their son, Orestes, mm-hmm. has reached manhood and has been commanded by Apollo's oracle to avenge his father's murder at his mother's hand.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Returning home and revealing himself to his sister, Electra, Orestes pretends to be a messenger, bringing the news of his own death to Clytemnestra. Mm-hmm. He then slays his mother and her lover, Aegisthus, mm-hmm. you know, which he was about to do. He was about yeah. to do this. Yeah. Um, although Orestes' actions were what Apollo had commanded him to do, Orestes had committed Matricide. Mm-hmm. So the furies were set upon him. Yeah. Because uh, he was pursued by the Arrhenes, who demanded yet further blood vengeance. In the Humen mm-hmm. Orestes is told by Apollo at Delphi that he should go to Athens to seek the aid of the goddess Athena. Mm-hmm. In Athens, Athena arranges for Orestes to be tried by a jury of Athenian citizens with her presiding. Mm-hmm. The Arrhenius appear as Orsis' accusers while Apollo speaks in his defense.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: The trial becomes a debate about the necessity of blood vengeance, the honor that is due to a mother compared to that due to a father, and the respect that must be paid to ancient deities such as the Arrhenius compared to the new generation of Apollo and Athena. <coughs> Sorry, I had a coughing fit.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Something. The the jury vote is evenly split. Athena participates in the vote and chooses for acquittal. Of course mm-hmm. she does. Athena declares Orestes acquitted because of the rules she established for the trial. Despite mm-hmm. the verdict, which <laughs> I think the rules are, if if I find him not guilty, he's acquitted.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Despite the verdict, the Erinyes threatened to torment all inhabitants of Athens and to poison the surrounding countryside. Mm -hmm. Athena offers the ancient goddesses a new role as protectors of justice rather than vengeance Mm -hmm. and of the city. She persuades them to break the cycle of blood for blood, except in the case of war, which is fought for glory, not vengeance, while promising that the goddesses will receive due honor from the Athenians and Athena. She's. She also reminds them that she possesses the key to the storehouse where Zeus keeps the thunderbolts that defeated the other older deities. She reminds them? Yeah, like a hint. Like yeah. She's like, oh, and if you don't want that, that's fine. I, where did I put that key? Oh, I imagine a mom I'm like, you know I have
0: the key, right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you for it. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I, I knew you would, but I just wanted you to know I have the key.
2: Which is also funny because it's like the deity... So the deities are like older than Zeus. hmm So the, the Furies are older than Zeus. Mm-hmm. And so it's funny that she's like, you remember when Zeus killed a bunch of you, right? Yeah. So that's always good to make bloodthirsty vengeance monsters <laughs> want to not kill you. Mm-hmm. Um so, this mixture of bribes and veiled threats satisfies the Arrhenes, who are then led by Athena in a process... Sorry. This mixture of bribes and veiled... Ugh, yeah,
0: Yeah, just repeat that, Laurie, because you don't want to... You, you can edit this, because you've been crushing it the whole time. You don't want to mispronounce a word. Everyone's been... Thank you. Yeah.
2: I appreciate it. Thank you. This mixture of bribes and veiled threats satisfies the Arrhenes, who are then led by Athena in a procession to their new abode. Mm-hmm. In the play, the furies are thereafter addressed as semni, venerable ones, which sounds like venereal disease,
1: mm-hmm.
2: as they will be honored by the citizens of Athens and ensure the city's prosperity. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the only like main story I could find about them. So that's it.
0: Well, Lori, I want to thank you for introducing <laughs> me to them. I my life has been changed.
2: You know what? Mm-hmm. I I just want to say I appreciate your energy, thank and you. I am so glad that I chose you. You're just a great improv partner. You know, you just uh-huh. yes and me, and you're so supportive. Thank you. And I just I feel so much more confident when uh-huh. I do things with you because uh-huh. I feel like you really just like you bring the best out of me.
0: What so yeah. Well, yes, and you bring the best out of me.
2: Oh, Well, you know what? You're just a great person, and, and I think you're a great person too. I think now, when you wear what, black, what? it c- totally covers up all your fat. <laughs> so keep doing that.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you very much. So now, Lori, what's going to happen with this episode? Are you going to put? Are you going to submit this to like the uh, National Endowment for the Arts for posterity to uh, keep forever as like a, a, an example of amazing podcasting?
2: Actually, I just submitted it to SF Sketch Fest, and it got in. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm thinking of first that, and then, of course, the Del Close Awards. We're gonna well, you you
0: are the winner of the Del Close. Everyone should know this. Yes. Pot, uh, Comedy first
2: Info. First winner of the first uh, student Del Close Award. Is that true, Lauren? Hello, buddy. Yeah uh Lori, who is an improv
0: and sketch legend in los angeles yeah, that's is the I winner am. of the prestigious
2: i Del mean if close you don't award. know by now then shame on you really
0: yeah the, the prestigious dell close award why she wasn't invited to henry phillips cool person party i don't know
2: who's henry phillips
0: are you invited to, to melissa mcqueen's cool person party
2: uh I was I was sent the invite but then Melissa texted me and said, "Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to send this to you." Ooh, that's really awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. She didn't, she didn't say that, but I'm sure she meant it. Uh no, I I won't be able to go. Oh, you can't go? No, there's just something about uh, thin plastic wheels and my large body that just don't mesh.
0: Yeah, I don't want to be roller skating and fall down my ass and break my head open. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So that was
2: the Furies. So thank you, Joe, for filling in. uh, And I mean filling in for (laughs) because you really filled it. Yeah. For Maria. Uh-huh. And then, uh, uh, this you know what this, this really tells me? This what? tells me that I need to start doing better at scheduling, because then I won't have to do these shows with you. Lori, so. do me a
0: favor. Can you read some of those Greek names again? Because I was so <laughs> impressed. I felt like I was, yeah. gonna, I was almost going to ask if you have any Greek blood in you.
2: Oh, I... <laughs> Uh, you know what I do, but it's only because I recently just cut open a Greek guy and just uh drank all of his blood. So
0: once again, thousands of dollars you spent <laughs> in these improv and, sketch and classes, decades, right?
2: decades, decades, decades of of comedy. Yeah, comedy practice.
0: I can tell so much yeah. comedy.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: It's paid off in
2: spades. Oh, it's. I mean, you know what? It's just look at all the many millions of dollars. That yeah. I don't have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll just, uh, I'll just read, <laughs> I'll just read all the words, and then while this is happening, I'll play the, uh, the theme song that I have uh, in editing, and then, uh, yeah, and then we'll go away. I'm gonna say that again. I'll just read all the words while we fade out. Do you have anything you want to promote, Joe? No. Okay. Good. Uh, please follow us at Bloody Podcast and check out Joe. I just said I don't anything I want to plug. I know. I just said check you out. I didn't say where. <laughs> All, right. All right. Ready. Aaron, yes. Mm-hmm. Auronine. Eris. Eumenites. Aeschylus. Uh-huh. Oresteia. Euphemistic. Oh, no, that's just a word. <laughs> Semni. Uh-huh. Sicyon. Athens. Chithonic. Tisiphoni. <laughs> Megara. Electo. <laughs> Poinai. Arai. Praxidike. Uh huh. How do I say that worse? Mania. Uh huh. Gaia. Uranus. Kronos. Hesiod. Theogony. Titan. I'm giving myself an easy one. Titan. Yeah. Genitalia. I'm sure that's one. <laughs> Aphrodite.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Nyx. Uh, all right. Let's see. What are the other ones? Ch-ch-ch-ch. Hades. Mm-hmm. Persephone. yeah. Oresteia. Agamemnon.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Clyde. Clay mm-hmm. Iphigenia. Iphigenia, I barely know her. Sure. Uh, tro- troy. <laughs> Apollo. Uh-huh. Electra. Delphi. Athena. Athenian. And let me see if I can find another one. Zeus. And furies. And that's it. All right. (laughs) We did it.